Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. Welcome back to the party. It is episode 24-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem with counting. That's all good. All right. So before we dive into today's episode, we have a really awesome episode today. We're going to talk about chapter two meditation and the story behind the brand and our new business venture. You were just telling me a story about working from home <laughs> that I think is so relatable. <laughs> And I would love you to share the antics your five-year-old son on. Oh. has been up to as you're trying to run two businesses yes. from home. From home. What a gong show. So let me preface this by I've just spent the last two years migrating around my house because I have <laughs> not had an office because my beautiful, lovely husband is also working at home. He works on like 45 screens. It's insane. <laughs> so he has taken over the office. I'm more mobile. I end up on our bed most days. We move house. I finally have an office. I can visualize how beautiful it's going to be. It's this beautiful room in our house. Right now, there's just a folding table in it. So yesterday's my first day in this room like Rich is my husband's coming down and he's like, oh my God, you have your own space. Like everyone's so excited. <laughs> I love it. I'm Instagramming about it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be so productive, which I was. However, I had three client calls yesterday. Two of them were when my five-year-old son decided he was going to whip open the door, march into the room, <laughs> take my phone. Like I'm on the video, so I can't really have a reaction that he's taking my phone. Now, I don't actually need it, but it's like, what's happening? Why is he doing this? So he leaves the room. And then I think my mom saw him with it and said, take it back to her. She didn't know I was on Zoom. He comes back in and is like trying to come into the video to see who's on it. 90% of the time I'm with you. So he says, hi. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so why. I'm like pushing him away. Like I'm <laughs> holding him back and then I put it on mute. I'm on with another client at this point. There is a head of design, head of recruitment from this global company. And luckily our colleague, Crystal, their VP of operations was also on. So I was able to mute and I just looked at him and I said, get out <laughs> now. As I'm actively holding him back from getting in the screen. Well, that really triggered him. So he screams in my face <laughs> and then marches out of the room. Not before he stands at the door and slams it repeatedly. Oh, like my not God. once. He's just standing there going back and forth, back and forth on the door. So could our mad. client hear all of this? I had it on mute at that time. Okay. I'm not sure what the state of my face was like okay, at that point. It. I was okay, just trying to look at the camera I'm still on mute. They can't hear this. <laughs> what in the fuck? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> so hilarious and relatable. So that was day one in the new office. So the Love next it. step before I get a desk, before anything happens is I'm putting a lock on the door. It's a really smart idea. Yeah. Yes. Must so we happen. can keep some clients oh and stay God. in business. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <sighs> 
just trying to be professional over here. And this here. is working from home life. Yes. Everyone is experiencing this right now. Yes, 100%. Both of them are in an office, by the way, who I was on Zoom with. Oh, okay. <laughs> in like a professional office. Yeah. Okay, great. They're not experiencing it. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> just perfect. Okay, chapter two, my darling. I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I love that. I know because this is very personal to you. This is an area of passion that you've had for how many years? Like probably three or four years. You know, it's been five years. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. So we have 1111 Talent, our global recruitment agency. And this was off the ground. I just want you to tell your story. How did this come to be? Because this actually wasn't meant to be a business at first, which is kind of how 1111 started. Yes. Yeah, so true. <laughs> Okay, so I got into meditation. Actually, I'll go a bit further back. I grew up watching my mom meditate. She yes. had a daily meditation practice. She'd wake up, she'd meditate. She led meditation in our community and she kind of taught meditation as well. But mostly I kind of observed her. I had a front row seat to observe her, how this tool supported her in her life. And so My mom is one of those people that's just a very calm, grounded, centered person. And so when, you know, shit would hit the fan, our whole family, there are six of us, would like look at her to like see how she's responding. And she'd always be just so calm and be able to navigate the waters. Yes. And so I always that kind of stuck with me. But as a child, I was just so high energy and, you know, kind of bouncing off the wall. So it was just not something that I ever thought about doing myself or was interested in exploring. Fast forward until my early 30s, so about five years ago, and I was going through what I would call for myself like a rock bottom moment. Mm. And I really needed something in my life where it could just help me navigate that chapter, right? And so I had two children at the time, and I was thinking, what am I going to do here? And my normal ways of hoping when life became hard, were traveling, drinking, partying. None of those were an option at that time. I had two little kids. Totally. I was like, I'm going to have to figure out a new way to cope yeah. and a new way to be. And so I kind of thought back to my mom, remembered that and meditation kept popping up in my mind, like oh, maybe I should try this. And so I started meditating every day. I would literally put the timer on my phone for two minutes and I would just sit there and breathe. And honestly, it was excruciating at the start. Like I'd never really stopped or paused or just let myself be with big emotions and feel into them. I was always kind of trying to be on the run or move on to the next thing or not feel it. (laughs) And so then meditation is around, you know, regulating your nervous system. Meditation is around being with what is. It helps you to be in the present moment, whether that present moment is hard or whether it's joyful. It helps you kind of ground in and anchor in. And so I slowly started extending the time, five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour. And, you know, within a month, I was doing this every single day. I was looking forward to it every day. And I was noticing it was having a really big impact on me and how I was able to move through the day, get through the day, how I was able to kind of show up for my family, for my kids, for my work. Mm. And I think we all have a lot of mental health challenges that come up through different ways, like whether they be through 
a big transition in your life. Maybe you're going through a separation or a divorce like I was. Mm -hmm. Maybe you lose a loved one and it absolutely shatters your life. Maybe you have a health diagnosis or somebody close to you does. Mm -hmm. You didn't see it coming. Maybe you lose your job. And so these are all actually like normal life events. Mm -hmm. These happen to you, to people around you. This is part of the human experience. And so when I reference mental health, I don't think we've really been taught as a society, as individuals, how do we deal when these things happen? You know, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think people deal in a number of ways, right? Like yeah. some people are really good at working with a professional or a therapist and talking through things. Some people turn to exercise. Some people turn to drugs and alcohol or shopping or you know, other ways that we numb ourselves out. But meditation, I kind of had this feeling in my life, I'm going to have to like get through this the hard way. This isn't going to be an easy fix. I'm going to have to move through this. I'm going to have to feel all the emotions around it in order to move through it, in order to move forward in my life, you know? And so I end up getting really into meditation and I'm noticing that this tool is not only just helping me move through the day, keep showing up through the day, keep showing up to my kids and my work and my family, but it's also helping me surprisingly perform better. I'm noticing I'm not as reactive. I have more patience. I'm really in touch with how I'm feeling. I'm able to say no more. I'm able to be really present with my kids when we're together. And I'm noticing that I'm better in the business. People are responding to me different. My leadership is stronger. My creativity is higher. And so I'm thinking, oh shit, there's something in this. Like, this isn't just for hard times. And I think a lot of people find meditation because you've hit a rock bottom moment or because you've had something hard happen in your life. And I started thinking, what if you found this at a good time in your life? Mm. Knowing that it can increase your performance, knowing that it can help you navigate your relationships better. So I then went on and decided to do my meditation teacher training and get certified. And I really had no intention of teaching meditation, but I really wanted to deepen my own practice. And I'm super curious about this idea of increased performance through meditation. So I did a three to four month course where I did it with the lab of meditation and they really focus on the science of meditation and a lot of the data and the research that is now available. So that really appealed to me. I think I'm really woo-woo by nature. And so I always want to balance myself out by really getting rooted in the science and the data because I find that so interesting and I know that it will support me in business, Mm. right? And so one of the things I really came away with is that we all have this inner technology, our breath. It's free. It's with us all the time. And when we have mastery and regulation over this area, it allows us to pick up the pen and continue to keep writing the story that is our lives. And this time with power, with intention, with grace. And I think meditation allowed me to do that. It kind of unlocked that for me. How did it become a business? I'm one of these people that if I go through something or if something great happens to me or something bad happens to me, I feel really compelled to talk about it or share it because I don't want other people to feel alone Mm. and I don't want people to have to learn things the hard way. I'm like, okay, so I did this. 
for 1111 and it went really well, but I really could have missed this step or this step or I really should have done this first. So I feel like, oh, I really want to share this so it's easier for other people. And then when things go wrong for me, I really don't want people to feel the way I felt, you know, like I want them to feel like they're not alone, that there are other people out there like them. Really, it was hard because this was really personal, but it was like I couldn't not do it. I felt so compelled to like share this part of my story. So I started sharing on Instagram about meditation and a little bit about my story. And then I would have people reach out to me and ask if I was teaching and if I would be open to coming into their workplace or their office or their retreat and lead meditation or teach meditation. And so I had these real natural opportunities come up and I sometimes was unsure about if I wanted to do this, but I just kept saying yes to the opportunities because something in me was like, this is such a beautiful way for you to contribute on a really meaningful level to other people. So I kept saying yes and then kept growing the business, pivoting with the name. It was named a few different things. And then I landed on chapter two about a year ago. And that was a real aha moment where it all kind of came together for me. And then I started getting hired by bigger organizations. So, you know, KPMG had me in to lead a meditation workshop. SEM, the abnormal beauty company, Sephora, those restaurants, Sage Natural Wellness. So now I've brought meditation to 30 plus organizations and this business is growing. So we've created some really great workshops and curriculum around it. There's a four-week workshop and then there's like a one-hour lunch and learn. And there seems to be this opening in business where people are really interested in how can we support our people better? How can we get them to perform at a higher rate? How can we support them with burnout and stress and anxiety? Because every workplace is reporting heightened numbers of these things. And meditation seems to be this unlock. And so I teach meditation in a way where it's linked to performance, where it's really based in science and data. It's not like we're all holding crystals and singing Kumbaya, which I mean, sometimes it's really fun to do that. <laughs> Yet to do that in a business. Yeah. <laughs> However, I'm open maybe to maybe our it. business. Yeah. <gasps> so yeah, I mean, maybe you can update on where we are now or how you came yeah. into the business. Yeah, I'd love to. Before I do that, you kind of led into it a little bit. I just love again how you speak to it around why you chose chapter two. What does that mean to you? In relation to this business? Yeah, I think it means all of us are always writing the story that is our lives. I love this quote where it says, you have the ability to create your own life without limitations. And I think we often forget how much power we do have inside because things are always happening to us, but we do have the power to control how we respond and what comes next, right? So chapter two is around that moment in your life where you decide, I'm going to pick up the pen. I'm going to write the next chapter. I'm going to decide who the cast is, who my supporting actors are. I'm going to decide who I write out of the story. (laughs) I'm going to decide where the plot twists lie. I'm going to really, truly do it my way, where I think we also get stuck in cultural narratives of like, this is how you're supposed to do life. 
this is how it's supposed to go. And you can see people doing it around you. And when that doesn't happen for you, it's like this very moment where you're like, oh my God, am I behind? Am I off track? I'm actually not drawn to doing it that way. Am I wrong? And so chapter two is really reminding you that you have the ability to write your own story. So good. Right? Yes. I love it. So I was recently brought into the business probably about three months ago. So you were kind of deep into developing chapter two. Yes. And I, like many people, was a follower and a fan. And (laughs) it really resonated with me in so many ways. I think you're a beautiful writer and you really have a gift when it comes to teaching meditations. I've been fortunate enough to be able to practice with you and have you lead meditations for us and for our business. So obviously I'm a big fan and follower and practicer. I mean, you can speak to this more than I can, but you would just develop chapter two to a point where you were feeling like there was another level to go. Yes. There was so much opportunity and there's actually quite a bit of synergy, funnily enough, between our recruitment business and this meditation business that you're building, right? So true. Um, I mean, we're both focused on a corporate environment. It's obviously dealing with people, elevating people and practices and performance. So it's all, there's kind of a synergy totally between the two businesses. Yes. And so you had reached a point where you were thinking, I want to take this to the next level. I would love to have somebody else on board. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough to be that person or that person that came to your mind. Yes. I never saw it coming. I just woke (laughs) up one day and I was like, together we can go further. And it wasn't like I was thinking, I want to bring another person on board. I was like, there was only one person that could come on board. And we work so well together with 1111. And you have your own mindfulness practice, your own meditation Mm -hmm. practice. And I just thought, you know, with 1111, it works so well because we both have different strengths. Right. Right. And together that really works. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And so I thought if I was going to bring anybody into C2, it would be you. I know we can work together really well. Yes. I'd love your skill set. And I also know that this is a area of genuine interest for you too. Like you've actually been on your own journey with meditation and mindfulness. Yes. So why don't you share, like, how did you discover meditation? What made it interesting to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I have been practicing yoga for a long time. I started practicing yoga when I was 16. I was still oh my in God. high school. So crazy. And immediately loved it. I was never into sports or <laughs> anything active. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So I always, in high school, all of my friends had something they were doing, right? Whether it was like dance, gymnastics, soccer, whatever. I rode horses. I had a horse for a long time. So I guess I did that. But I didn't have anything like active that I was doing. And then I went to a yoga studio and I was just like, this is for me, right? Like I felt such a connection to it. There's a physical component of it and a mental component Mm. of it. And so I was really drawn to both. So I think that was my entry point. But honestly, throughout my life, you know, it's kind of come and gone into it at different points, which again, to your point, I feel like I would turn to it in times when I felt like I needed it. I needed something. I needed some kind of stability or support or something in my life. Mm. And then 
I think it kind of has come back around from you. And also there's so much more data and science and research that has drawn me in. We yes. follow a neuroscientist, Andrew Huberman, who has a podcast and has really interesting research and data around mindfulness and meditation that has kind of like reignited my interest level in this practice and where it can go. So for the last few years, I've really made a point of making it part of my routine and like making an investment in it. And I had a real unlock with you around it because I think what prevented me from having this as a continual practice was I had this story in my mind that I had to dedicate 20 to 30 minutes a day, had to be this perfect practice where I was like lighting candles, sitting on a pillow, had complete silence and didn't have a thought in my brain for 30 minutes. Like to me, that was how you practice meditation. And so you taught me that, sure, that's one way you can practice, but taking three deep breaths while you're looking out the window is another form of meditation, being present to yourself and what's going on in your surroundings when you're on your walk is another form of meditation. There are so many different ways that you can kind of be still and aware of yourself that that was huge for me. That really unlocked me being able to incorporate it into my everyday. And then like you, my journey through life the last five years has had many ups and downs personally, professionally, And I too have seen such incredible benefit from this practice. It's almost hard to describe what that is. Another thing I've heard you talk about that I, just to put some kind of example around how it actually Mm -hmm. impacts my life or how I put this practice into play is around the pause, which you talk about, right? So it's really kind of, when you're feeling triggered or you want to have that reaction, someone said something to you and it's upset you or made you angry, taking that breath in between responding, (laughs) hopefully it's more than one, (laughs) I think is such a useful application in it's such a superpower it is a superpower that's such a great way it's not even conscious it's like once you've been meditating for a while all of a sudden you'll feel yourself getting triggered by something that will trigger you and then there's pause that just exists now where you have this conscious thought that says how am I going to respond am I going to do my old response where I lose my call or am I going to just sleep on this tonight or am I going to go for a walk or am I going to just walk away from the situation? So the pause, all of a sudden we have an options now where before we're just going into our habitual response and we're not conscious of it. And then we get the same results that we've always had. But now there's a pause and you can choose a different response. I don't always choose that new <laughs> hide and response. People are still dicks out there. <laughs> just because you meditate, it doesn't mean people are all zen-like yes. and you're zen-like. That's you're, a good point. You're still a yes. human. Everyone else is still human, but you have a choice. And that choice is very powerful. Extremely, extremely. So to kind of bring it back to me stepping into this business, it felt really special and it felt really, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, not 
obvious, but there was just kind of this synergy that it was like, you, I hadn't thought a moment about it. Right. And then when it happened, I was like, of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of course. And it was just such an honor, really. Yes. And since you've come, this brand has had such momentum. I feel like we're booked out, you know, our workshops have gone through the roof. We're working on a product that we're so excited to bring to market early 2023. And we also have an app in the works. Yeah, we've got big plans. We have big plans. (laughs) And I feel like this business, we feel like we can make such an impact on people's lives in a really healthy, meaningful way, address mental health, address a lot of concerns that are really prevalent in society. And it comes from such a authentic place of we've walked the walk, we've been there, and then we've created something beautiful out of that. We're creating products that are going to support people's mental health, support them in their performance. In their performance, yes. And the other really cool thing that we're kind of circling around and landing is really taking a keen focus in supporting women in business, Mm, right? Yeah. Like that's something that's been showing up for us a lot. Yes. In how we're creating content, who we're creating meditations for. Right. And who was drawn to this brand. Yes. Which has been really cool to see. Very cool. Because that's definitely an area that we've been really focused on, on the recruitment side of the business. Okay. And so on that note, check out Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on Instagram. It's Chapter 2 Meditation. We have our monthly newsletter where we share a lot of science, research, data, and meditations that can support you in your day-to-day life. Like this isn't go to an ashram and go off the planet type meditation. I would like like to do that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we can work on that. This is like your day-to-day life. This means you know, you're working, yeah. you're a parent, you're in a relationship. This is real stuff you're human to being. help you. You're a human <laughs> being. You're not a perfect person. Yes. None of us are. And all of our content is geared to inspire you and to meet you where you are today and to introduce you to meditation and to kind of guide you through a journey around mindfulness. And so to wrap it up, you know, if you're curious about meditation, I really recommend starting with just setting a timer two minutes or listening to a guided meditation, remember that your mind is not meant to go blank. You're meant to have thoughts. And the idea is when you have a thought, just bring your attention back to your breath and you are doing it right. There is no Mm -hmm. right or wrong. You're doing it right. Keep going and you will see really great results. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Toodles. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to Session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty. Okay, sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast. Podcast.